This is the first season of The Last Seminary. As always, I'm James from Pastoria. Recorded as Sheltering in Place began in the Los Angeles area in 2020, this first season takes a wide look at the rapid changes taking place during the transition into the coronavirus age and how Christian ministry can keep pace with them. Let's get right to it right now. We come to a point now in the last seminary where it's time for us to confront the fact that we really need to redesign discipleship. It is not our fault, nor is it a sin for us to have to do so. It is simply a matter of responding to the way in which our reality has been transformed from underneath us without our control. And because of that, we and our definition of discipleship up until now has been based on a reality where our in-person gatherings and everything else that goes along with that has been possible. Now that it is no longer the case, we have to build discipleship from the ground up. Now, as ministry leaders, we at times get confused about this process. We focus on things, especially those of us who are educated in mainline Protestant theological schools of higher learning, and those of us who are a part of denominations where there is some kind of internal or superstructure where we are a member and are a part of a larger body, we get confused into thinking that what it means to redesign discipleship is to redefine and redesign the church. This is, of course, a practice of our ecclesiology, or a focus on it at least. And it is a mistake to do that. Ecclesiology, or how we think that the church ought to be structured, is a very, very important thing. But in the coronavirus age, and even just prior to that, as we lived in what many called a post-Christian era, a post-denominational era, a post-modern era, it is a foregone conclusion that our ecclesiology matters very little. It is merely a distraction, dare we say, a waste of time for us to argue about how it is our church ought to be structured. Because if it is true that our reality has been transformed into the coronavirus age, where it seems that many of the things that used to be possible and also required for us to live a meaningful life has now become prohibited, it is not a matter of ecclesiology any longer. It is really a matter of eschatology. In this transition period, what we as a church need to think about very deeply is what actually matters and what deserves our carrying it over into the new era. 
or into a new reality. And as we do so, the answers may in the beginning not be very easy for us to come to an agreement about, but it will very soon become apparent as our financial numbers tell the story of where we are headed. And once we get this vision of what is coming, we will engage in the next practice of theology, which is not ecclesiology, and it is not eschatology, it is missiology. How is it really that we are to bring anything of worth to this new world, one in which religion itself is seen as skeptical or seen as something that should be met with much suspicion? And uh, those of us who have been trained uh, what we might call classically in our mainline Protestant schools of higher learning, where we become managers of a local branch of our denomination, how is it really that we are supposed to operate? Well, for the last seminary, what we want to posit is the value of something called design thinking. What design thinking presumes is that we as designers or missionaries have a task. And that task is for us to be able to come up with some sort of vehicle that makes a difference in another group of people's lives without knowing really all that much about what it's like to be those people in a respectful way that is without knowing much about what is valuable to them. And so the very first step of design thinking or human-centered design is to take a third-party approach, but to step in as a first person. That is, to conduct an anthropological study. What is happening here with these people? What is life like from their perspective and that without this effort for empathy no good product no good solution no good channel of the very presence and love of God could ever come about from those of us who have been tasked with putting that together design thinking and human-centered design ironic as it is that it is entitled human-centered design is really the secular version of missiology where we presume that we have been sent into a foreign area or another group of people to which we do not belong but with whom we must build a connection of trust and eventually love so that God's presence and God's love may be there and may be there because of who we are and what we do. If you did not get a chance to attend the first season of The Last Seminary Live, that is, you can watch a big chunk of the keynote address for free. It's on our Facebook page as a video, on our Instagram, IGTV, or our website at pastoria.co. It's called From Plant to Seed. 
and it's about what has brought in the money for ministry and where this thing called a pastor's calling is really going. If we think about it this way and we practice missiology now in the coronavirus age, we will see kind of two sides of the same coin. On the secular side, we will come to the point of deciding what kind of attitude we ourselves must have as well as we must project onto other people and expect of other people in order for us to progress as a society or even more specifically in our work. Those of us who consider ourselves missionaries must have a particular kind of theology that we hold to be foundational in order for us to be able to make progress in our work as missionaries. And that attitude then, we think here at the last seminary, should be of one of expedition. An attitude of expedition. Those of us who have been charged or we believe that we have the call to design some sort of solution, a spiritual solution or a solution that addresses this spiritual condition of a certain group of people must be able to hold an attitude of expedition. Not that we are on a journey as though the end point of that journey doesn't matter and really the importance is of the journey itself. No, we are no longer in a time where we have the luxury to think about how great it is to be on a journey. We are on an expedition. We have left where we are comfortable and where we are used to to actually get to some place and to do something. Those of us who are missionaries, the kind of theology that we need to hold is no longer one of gathering. It is no longer a theology of gathering. It is no longer an expectation of gathering. It is no longer gathering that becomes our centering activity as a follower of Jesus Christ, but a theology of being sent. And dare we say a theology of being scattered much as the tribes of Israel and the Hebrew Bible interpreted what had happened to them. That they had become a people who are a diaspora throughout a broad geographical region. And for that matter, a chronological period. We ourselves who are now quote-unquote missionaries in this coronavirus age are those who must hold the theology of being sent. And those of us who wish to engage with the secular world must understand this as an attitude of expedition. These two ideas are two sides of the same coin. They have something in common. Besides the fact that both ideas originate from a place of what we might call home, they also share a undetermined end point or an undetermined outcome. That is, there is no guarantee of return. 
There is no guarantee that we will come back alive. There is no guarantee that we will come back to the normal that we were used to. There is no guarantee then that we may come back to the normal that we have been used to. There is no guarantee that we will get back home. And therefore, what we have engaged in is an effort in which there is truly no necessarily vision at the end except for whatever God has for us and what it will take, what it does take for us to get started on this expedition, for us to get started on this mission, is a leap of faith. That brings us to the end of this episode of The Last Seminary. Remember to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, as well as our website at pastoria.co. That's pastoria.co. As always, I'm James from Pastoria. Special thanks, of course, goes to the special person in my life, Jane. Thanks, Jane.